When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Welcome to the Lakers Fast Break. This is Jamie Sweet filling in for Gerald Glassford, who is uh, hooting and hollering it up uh, at his uh, at his good friend's uh, bachelor party. So you get you get a double dose of myself and Joe Sorrell tonight. Uh, tonight the Lakers lost uh, big time to the Sacramento Kings, forty-seven point loss, one thirty-three to eighty-six. Russell Westbrook left uh, the game quickly with an apparent hamstring injury. Not sure to the severity of said injury. We already have lost Dennis Schroeder to a finger injury after he got back uh, from his uh, German sojourn. And uh, the Lakers look nothing like a team that uh, is ready to compete in the NBA. So with that in mind, <laughs> let's get the show on the road. Welcome, uh, everyone. We've got, a, I'm sure, a lot to talk about. Um, not a lot of it happy, unfortunately, because the Lakers got walloped. And uh, if you're an LA sports fan, it was kind of a tough night in general. Uh, Dodgers lost to the Padres 2-1. Uh, the Angels are still terrible. And uh, I guess people still watch hockey, but I don't. So go Kings, uh, go Ducks, whoever's, whoever, whoever the LA team is du jour. Um, you know, I, it's going to be an interesting season if uh, nights like tonight are the norm. Because um, it goes a lot beyond rest, in my opinion. And we're going to get into all that uh, here this evening. So first, I'd like to welcome my, uh, my uh, cohort and uh, partner in crime this evening, Mr. Joe Soros. Joe, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing as well as a uh, loser can do. Well, you're not. Listen, hey, no, no, no. We're not the losers. We're simply the uh, we're simply the suckers who tune in to watch it uh, when we could be watching uh, Wheel of Fortune and uh, Jeopardy back to back. So, you know, that's <laughs> and then we'll go to a country buffet, a country town buffet and uh, get Old ourselves Old Town Buffet to or the Golden right. Corral. That's right. Golden Corral. That's what I was going for. Thank you. Old Town Buffet. Walk into the place and ask if there are two two for one deals type right, stuff. Right. Also, can we maybe can we turn the air down a little bit? It's a bit chilly in here. Is there anybody else? Actually, actually, I, I just turned mine on. Actually, it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, I got a fan going. It's it's you know it's you know when you when you when you when you reside in the lower depths, it often gets warm. So uh, sure. Yeah, Lakers got their uh, their uh, keisters handed to them by none other than the also probably not playoff bound Sacramento Kings. You could say it's a preseason game. Uh, but in what was supposed to be a quote-unquote preview of what we're going to see during the regular season, uh, I'm not quite sure this is the kind of thing a lot of Laker fans are going to want to tune in to watch. The effort was non-existent. The execution, non-existent. And, uh, you know, we played, it could be argued, almost zero defense. 
uh, this from another in a series of defensive minded coaches coaching uh, a roster that we'll get into the uh, the methodology behind maybe a little bit prior to this, uh, since it'll be the last time we'll be able to talk about some of these preseason guys since I'm expecting a slew of cuts over the weekend. So a few people will be looking for a job, probably pick up a gig overseas or in the G League. So uh yeah if you're a laker fan uh thanks for tuning in but i don't have twitter so if anybody has twitter throw something up on the chat about any information on uh russ and his um hamstring injury so we'll just see what's going on oh thanks gerald yeah we're i i don't know if that's a uh, i can't tell if it's tongue-in-cheek so uh we'll see how that all goes a 20 win season petty like <laughs> yeah I, that does sound a bit optimistic what who are we going to beat 20 times uh we only play uh utah I think three or four Houston a couple times. OKC maybe that's another old team. Charlotte, maybe I don't know that. I don't know that. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> bring Stan back. And no. now I would, I would trade Stanley Johnson for one Gabriel in 22 seconds, actually. Cause uh, I, I, I think, I think Stanley's going to say uh, I'm going somewhere else. He'll make more I'm money overseas. To, and I'm going to try to win somewhere. Uh, I mean, if he's, it depends on what you're looking for, right? Do you want to win an NBA championship, or do you want to take care of your family for a couple? Uh, of years? Unfortunately, Stanley, uh, if, if you if you want to be frank here, yes, uh, unfortunately, it was a massive bust, uh, and it's unfortunate. I I I had a little bit of knowledge of who he was besides basketball. He went to Rancho Santa Margarita. I have a very good friend's wife, whose wife has been a teacher there for for years. She's retired since. Uh, I believe 2019, but she still kind of periodically goes there. So there was a, there was a lot of noise coming out of there. Of course, Clay Thompson went there as well. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of noise that Stanley was going to be a you know pretty big deal, and uh, he's unfortunately just <sighs> never really lived up to, to that. He's an out of position player for the NBA. He's neither big nor small, fast nor strong. Doesn't have a great shot, uh, and isn't like a you know we, he flashed some. I would say some above average playmaking skills uh, as a Laker. You know, he handled the ball better than I expected him to for a guy his size, but he, he doesn't come, he doesn't force a defense to react. And if you can't force a defense to react somehow in the NBA, uh, you're not going to have a long and glorious career. If, if you, if you work hard and are willing to like, you know, take it on the chin on a nightly basis, like a, a PJ Tucker or a Pat Bev. Yeah. You can carve out a career as a, you know, takes all the beatings of role player, but I'm not sure Stanley had that in his, uh, in his arsenal. So there's, there's also really not, you can't really play one side of the ball anymore. You, you have to play both. So if you're going to be someone who can't handle the ball, can't get to the hoop, uh, can't really move your feet, can't mm-hmm. do fundamental, you know, type stuff. You have to at least be able to shoot when you're open. Right, playing defense, basically a three D. You have to be a, you have to be both. Otherwise, right. you're you really hold no value to any team, especially if that team is competing. I tend to agree with that. I tend to agree with that. Um, Gerald is informing us, and it's funny to post a Lakers fast break comment here on the Lakers fast break. But uh, it it's Gerald saying he can't go to the Lakers because he was traded by LA, and I believe that is true. So. Sorry, all those people helping Stanley. Johnson. I don't want Stanley back. I don't. No, and and let's be honest, Stanley isn't going to fix what ails this team. <laughs> no, though, no. and I, I I find it quite comical that we had talked about it a few shows ago about how there's this noise about 
expansion of the NBA. The NBA, I think, at this point in, in its in its history, has as bad a talent pool pool as you can have um, in terms of the upper elite types. There's a lot of good guys and a lot of guys that can shoot and you know play some defense, but in terms of the what has what made the NBA, which is superstar. So I think to put that in perspective, so when you look at, let's say, I'm not going to go to the 80s. So that's because that's understandable. There was only 20, I believe, 24 teams or 23 teams at the time. Uh, Might have been 26 towards the end of the 80s. But then, you know, when, once you started hitting the 90s and you had a solid before Vancouver and, and um, Toronto came in, you had 28 teams. And in the 90s, you had... The Knicks, you had Houston, you had the Bulls, you had Utah, you had Phoenix, you had, you know, a lot of these teams and each of them had like Charles Barkley, Kevin Johnson, uh, Thunder Dan, like, you know, there was just immense talent. Uh, And a lot of these teams had superstars, Shaq and Penny and Orlando. You don't really have that. It's, 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 it's thinned out and you've expanded and you've, you know, the, the current culture of the, of the, of the league has, has kind of become this watered-down three-point shooting. It's arena basketball. That's what I kind of call it. It's the <laughs> arena of a football version of, 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 of basketball. And then on top of that, you've had since 1995 a talent pool that because they're coming from high school or only playing a year in college – you're not getting that those fundamentals taught. You're not getting the, the 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 age from age. I mean, NBA a year can make a huge difference, especially if you're being taught by mm-hmm. a great coach. Which a lot of these players did get taught. Dean Smith, Bobby Knight, uh, Mike Shashevsky. You had a lot of these teams that these guys played for, who were coached by amazing players, and they were there for at least three years. Um, so. It's watered down, and I think if you expand, it's only going to get worse. And there's just nothing out there, guys. I mean, there's nothing out there. You have to hope no one gets injured and hope that they don't quit like they quit tonight. I mean, this mm. is this is the problem with talking. Uh, I, I I I find it I find it ironic that we're in the talking business, right? But that's that's mm-hmm. what this is, right? I'm, we're here to talk. We're not here to play basketball. But the mistake that Darvin Ham made was. Given giving the the cliche, we're going to be focused on defense and we're going to do this. Okay, why would you say that? Why <laughs> you're setting yourself up for failure? Don't tell me unless you're unless it's really bad. Unless the NBA leaders are just a crapshoot of knowledge, you know, or non law. I shouldn't say uh, no knowledge. Uh, which I've actually said it for, for a few years now. I feel like I, I feel like you can grab a few people off the street to GM teams these year these days. I don't know what these guys are actually doing. I don't know what they're thinking when they're drafting and what they're acquiring uh, these big contracts for certain players. But we're we're losing to a team twice in the last week. We've lost to a team by forty-seven and thirty that hasn't made the playoffs. Since 2006, do you do you remember what you were doing in 2006? I mean, mildly, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I don't. 
Okay. Well, I don't. I have a clue what I was doing in 06. The only thing I remember out of 06 is Kobe. Kobe playing like Superman. That's it. Yeah. So at, when you're sitting there telling me you're, you're going to play defense, defense has always been about effort. Am I, am I wrong on that? No. no I know you're not, not going to. And not about talking about it either. Right. <laughs> don't talk okay. about playing. You're not, I'm not, I'm not expecting. Play. Yeah, exactly. I'm not expecting Kobe in his prime, uh, Duncan, Gary Payton. I'm not, that's not fair. But if you had a defensive minded, whatever, <laughs> you're not losing by 47 and allowing 133 points, even if you're, you don't care. This is a, this is what a quitting, what, this is what quitters do. This is what quitting does. And I've seen a lot of quitting recently in so many sports and in so many areas and you get to a point where when does it when do you hold these guys accountable when do you hold the nfl for a miserable product right let's talk about thursday they they put a washington commanders team and a chicago bears team on a thursday night game which no one wants but because Jeff Bezos paid a billion dollars to show him on there, you're okay with it. And yet, every other day I'm hearing, we got to protect our players. We got to protect the brand. We got to protect the shield. But in the end, guys, it's our fault. We keep watching. And the only way this ends, the only way this Acceptance of mediocrity ends as if we stop watching, which I am this close in stopping watching the Dodgers play. I mean, I'm this you, close. You, it's, can I ask you a question? Do you try to tune in for every game during the entire season? Or? I've watched. I've watched the last two seasons since they f- finally got that Time Warner deal. I've at least watched from beginning to end uh, approximately 120 games each year from beginning to end. So I invest a lot of time. Now, granted, I am, I'm at work sometimes and I'll have it playing. I'll, I'll be in the car and I'll have it on my thing or whatever. So it's not like I'm sitting in a, in a, in my house, just watching, right. It's there's it's always kind of technology has allowed me to still be productive and watch, but watching, watching mediocrity and watching, and, and I'm, I'm mentioning NFL, baseball, and basketball because I don't want to just blame it on basketball. It's not just basketball. It's not just Genie. It's not just LeBron. It's the culture. It's the culture we have. We have. We have enabled these guys to make millions and millions of dollars. We have a show dedicated to a team that doesn't pay us. We have done this, and the return is well. It doesn't matter. You guys are going to be watching anyways. Lakers sure. at least have won. I know that Lakers have at least won. So I, I kind of give you the, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt there. But at, at what point does, I don't know, man, guys, I just, I, I go have to go back to the same thing every time, guys. I don't know. I don't like them. I don't like them as people. That's the problem. And this just exasperates it. If, it would, if they were good, if they were, and good and bad is subjective, right? Like it, it, it's beyond. I'm sure Jeannie and Rob are good people. Like they're nice people, and they don't hurt anybody, right? But there's little <laughs> things that I look at that I that, that that people do that, and we've already gone over this in previous shows where I'm like, you know, when the pressure is on, is this is this what you are? You know, are you a fake? Are you a person that's going to try to take money 
in areas that are not for you, things like that. So it's so much stuff. It's just so much stuff that you just, it gets so full. It gets so overwhelming. You're just like, you start, you start kind of getting a headache from trying to explain it. Bottom line is I'll try to put it as simple as I can here and end this. I don't really think any of these people really care about being great. Hmm. No one anymore. I don't think they do. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Bring me all of the Star Trek all of the time, and I will be an incredibly happy girl. Even if it's terrible. It's like pizza. Bad pizza is still pretty good because it's pizza. Bad Star Trek is still pretty good because it's still Star Trek. That's the way that I look at it. Just let it sit in the refrigerator for a day and be cool. That's it. Yep. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Do you think they don't care about being great or they're not willing to? Uh, so we were talking before the show. So real quick, I want to run over a couple of things just because I, I hadn't been able to pull up a box score for tonight's game. A couple of things that stand out to me right off the bat. Almost every player on the roster, except for uh, Troy Brown dealing with a back uh, issue, Anthony Davis, back issue, Schroeder injured his finger in practice, Lonnie Walker sprained ankle, played tonight. Um, Somebody named N. Pierre Lewis, who I have no idea who that is. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Russ only played five minutes, uh, hurt his hamstring, sat out. Everybody else played more than 10 minutes on the roster. Nobody scored in double digits except for LeBron James, who scored 12. Some of these guys are fighting to just make the league. I'm not talking about having a role on the team. I'm not talking about, oh, I know, you know where I get my shots from. I'm not talking about trying to get a contract extension. You're trying to be an NBA player for the first time in your life. And this is the effort that you can put forth. This means to me one of two things. One, you're simply not good enough. 
you're not good enough. You shouldn't be a part of the NBA. And I think this speaks to the expansion uh, issue because I think you're absolutely right. I think the league is extremely watered down at this point. I think there's a bunch of teams who have good to even pretty good players, but the superstars, there's 10 of them, 30 teams. It just doesn't pan out. And I think it's going to be really difficult for the Lakers to be competitive on a nightly basis in the regular season. Uh, you could argue that there are some playoff matchups that they might be able to exploit this or that in, but for the most part, I don't see them as being really even able to get out of the play-in rounds, which is where I expect them to finish record-wise. I don't think they're going to get out of the play-in. I don't think they're going to be a first-round winning team, and they have no shot at a title this season. So with all of that in mind, and with the idea that we have a bunch of young guys that we got on the roster who in theory, should be really excited about trying to, if not for the Lakers even. Let's say you're not going to be a Laker. That's fine. There's a bunch There's a bunch of other teams that are going to have roster spots open or that might think you fit better on their roster than somebody else they have. Nobody's going to pick up any of these Laker players. Who are, who are, uh, nobody can score 10 points in a game they all average double-digit minutes in, many of them more than 15. So uh, I'm kind of amazed at this, to be honest. This is an incredible stat to me. You know, I don't understand. I don't understand the methodology behind that Rob deployed in, in building this team. And I don't understand why anybody would want to pay to see a game this season. Uh, you know, John brought up a good point uh, in the chat and ha- nice to see you, John, that, you know, we, we are, the, we are the suckers who tune in, pay our cable packages, go to the game, but it's because we love the team. And, I, and it's not, it's not even most of the players on the team at this point. I mean, I, Half the guys who played tonight, I don't know who they are, really. Uh, I respect Dr. Buss's creation. Yeah. I respect Dr. Buss. I respect Magic Johnson. I respect Kobe. I respect Shaq. Uh, This isn't that, though. It it sounds, it sounds, it's, it's hard because we're stuck. We're stuck, too, because we won a championship just two years ago, right? So yep. we're still going to look like, we're still going to sound like ungrateful a-holes because there are teams that haven't even gotten close to winning anything in 50 years. You know, Knicks fans are probably listening to us right now going, hey, a-holes, we haven't won one since 1973, okay? You know, and we've only been to the finals twice. And right. we should have won one, but John Starks couldn't make a shot in game six. And then, of course, in 1999, you have to go to that one without Patrick Ewing. And yep. you're... So, and that's where I'm kind of, that's why I'm, I'm kind of stumbling in my talk. I'm stumbling in my, in my talk because I, 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 it's not about even when we won two years ago. It's not that. It's just, it's, it's kind of the stuff that preceded. I'm trying to stay away from the social stuff. I'm, I'm trying to get around it. That's why I'm stumbling there too. I'm watching the Dodger game, and I got the Laker game on split screen on my TV. And and one of the most obnoxious political commercials came on, and I'm I'm it, it was like it compounded with all the, the the nonsense of what was going on on both games, like the utter just disdain of trash that we watch on a daily basis. Like TV is garbage, you know. The TV has become garbage. The, the the products of these things have become garbage because they've all, all they care about is money. And this goes with the and you know the Thursday night game. I'm, I'm I'm I think that was kind of the the igniter for me this week. I'm I'm going back and forth and watching 
the Bears try to attempt to make a pass uh, or a completion, <laughs> I should say, and and then watching the 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 the, 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 the foreskins, the red oh Washington, um, do whatever the hell they were. I'm just and and I'm I'm going and of course the first thing I hear is well Jeff Bezos paid a billion dollars for the NFL to be on Prime. And then you got to go on your phone and then you got to go into the apps to watch the game instead of just turning on your TV like you used to. Like they've not only made it trash quality, you've also made it harder to watch. Yes. yes. This is supposed to be easier. Well, everybody streams their stuff now. I don't want to stream it. <laughs> I don't want to stream it unless I'm out of the house or something. I want to eat, watch it comfortably in my home. I just want to turn the TV on. So it, the, 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 the money has always been the driving force of everything in life. Yep. And it's worse now because at least money used to bring you quality, right? So when a team would sell out a stadium, that means the product on the court was on fire. Now they don't give a crap if any fans go to the show because they got TV contracts. And that's the bottom line, guys. The TV contracts made fans obsolete. And I, I was saying this before. This, I said this before COVID hit. I said, I guarantee you guys, if you read into all this stuff, and it's just talk that I'm having with people. It's not anything important, right? It's just sports. But I said, they don't need it. They don't need fans. It's just extra money for them. I go, if there are no fans coming to a Laker game, it wouldn't matter. They got $3 billion dollars. For 20 years, they're okay. You know, they're going to be fine. Uh, just by showing them on Time Warner Cable or whatever the hell they call themselves now. And Spectrum. and and, 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 that's, and that's that to me is what kind of sets this up. It's like, well, we don't really need to try hard because we really don't need the fans. And then during the pandemic, yeah, the NBA lost a few bucks. NFL lost a few bucks. But as soon as the following year came in, they like – Went back right to where they were, where they were the year before that. Cap's about so, to go up next summer, so it's it, yeah, the league is yeah, fine financially. Yeah, there's no, there is no accountability there in terms of fan interaction. I say, I, 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 I the, the networks seem to be getting enough eyes on there to where they don't care. Maybe it's the gamblers. I don't know, but we are, <laughs> we are the problem. You, me, Gerald, uh, everybody listening to the show, we are the problem. We're supporting mediocrity we're supporting these guys and giving them 50 and 60 and 70 million dollars and at some point when you give them that kind of money they're not going to really care as much no matter who they are you know those those guys like kobe and jordan they don't those guys don't exist anymore and i don't think they ever will you know it's funny so i want to bring up i want to touch on what you just said and then i want to i want to share some more really exciting numbers from tonight's uh from tonight's barn burner of a basketball game the box scores finally come out because i couldn't find jack crap i had to i had i no. i it's it's almost as if it's 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 like the uh something's been going on with the internet i haven't been able to update my score or anything yeah i know it's like the panama papers you got to dig around for it i mean one of the things that i feel like when you mentioned streaming one of the things i feel like the modern world of watching sports uh, is missing out on is the city versus city state versus state county versus county if you're streaming everything if you have access to everything if you don't have a true home team you don't have those kind of rivalries that drive narrative you're like well here's this guy and he's pretty good here's this other guy and he's pretty good 
Um, I just had to Google. So for everybody who's looking for a box score, I Googled Lakers Kings box score. And then the Google, uh, Google Chrome has a interface that has all the information. So the Lakers tonight. So let's, let's, let's get into some numbers and see if this, where this takes us for the evening. Um, the Lakers tonight shot 42%. They made 29 shots out of 68 attempts. They were eight for 22 from three point line and 20 for 31 from the free throw line. Conversely, the Kings shot 61%, 46 for 75. So they got times at the basket than we did. Uh, shot more three pointers and made three pointers, 20 for 29, which tells you how that perimeter defense is looking for 69%. And they made 21 out of 28 free throws, 75%. So even though we shot more free throws, we made one less. They out rebounded us 39 to 27. Um, didn't kill us on the offensive glass because uh, they didn't have to. They made all their shots, <laughs> and we didn't get a lot of offensive rebounds because they got all the defensive ones. Uh, nobody moved the ball a lot. Looked like a lot of iso ball, 10 assists for the Kings, eight for us. Uh, not a defensive game. Kings only had five steals. We still managed to turn it over 12 times uh, to the Kings five, and they murdered us in the point, uh, points in the paint, 38 to 26. Uh, and they actually racked up way more personal fouls, 22 to 13, which tells me that the Kings showed up to play and the Lakers showed up. And that's my greatest fear with this team is that if LeBron James at nearing 40 years old and Anthony Davis, who's, a, you know, a bad crossing of the street away from missing a month. If 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 they're the key <laughs> and the fallback is and we might trade Russ for and like the basic future of the team that in terms of picks we can trade for a couple of overpriced role players or something like that. That to me is not the Russell Westbrook trade question to me was answered a long time ago. I'm sure it's not answered for everybody. And a lot of people uh, are interested in our thoughts on it, but uh, that question was answered for me a long time ago. I've written a lot about it on Lakerholics. I've talked a lot about it on the Laker fast break and I haven't seen a trade that makes this team demonstrably better. Not one. And so if that's the case, you ride it out. You just ride it out and you suck it up and you say, we made a series of bad trades and the last one was the worst one. And we, we as fans have to basically hope that Rob has learned a lesson, which I also don't believe. So <laughs> I think we're in for a really long period of mediocrity, unfortunately as Laker fans um, and you know we'll get to see LeBron James break Kareem's record which is a longevity record as much as anything else and a health record as much as anything else it means he was healthy for a lot of games it means he's played for a long time and he scored a lot of points and that's fantastic I, I, I don't know that I will watch uh, every game this season if it's going to be this bad I there might be nights where I go you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna go to a concert or I'm going to hang out with some friends. I do not need to subject myself to this. Uh, and it's funny that you brought up where the suckers who pay for it, because I floated on the idea that it, is it possible uh, that fans do in some way revolt and say, that's it. I'm canceling my cable subscription, which would, which would be what would really hurt the team. They're not going to the arena. AEG rolls the, owns the arena. So AEG would be the, uh, or I guess, well, no, crypto just got the naming rights. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're looking at, uh, a whole, um, a whole period of time here where you're looking at what is it that can change? And the only thing I can think of is trading AD 
That's it. You're not going to get a lot for Russ. You're not going to sign a superstar with his $35 million. You can sign a couple of good role players, but that's that's not enough. And so if you've come to this realization, or at least I've come to this realization, um, yeah, it, <laughs> I don't know what to hope for. Uh, there's no hope. It's going to be bad. I don't hope. <laughs> I, I have, a, I had a mentor had a mentor tell me one time when he was giving me the knowledge of his business. The motto of his business was uh, there's no hope in this business. Now for the narrow minded, uh, they're going to interpret that as why are you being so negative? Oh, right? who is I this said, guy? Hey, G, what's up? <laughs> Where are you? Hey. Are you at a rave? Well, I'm at the, uh, yeah. I'm at the <laughs> go-kart arena. Oh I'm waiting God. for the rest of the bachelor party. So, okay. yeah, I'm going to head out they, on the track here in a minute. Are they fast I, or are they, 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 they got fast. the restrictor plates on them? Uh, they just started. You'll see here. They go probably about thirty, maybe forty. Oh, top. God, That's come on. Yeah, I know. I know. Golf carts they go got Okay. Yeah. See, I, I'm going to take out my frustrations on the other drivers because of how loud <laughs> the Dodgers and the Lakers did today. Oh God. And also out on ESPN because uh, they couldn't even handle doing a box score. Uh, and yeah, NBA. That was pretty bad. NBA.com couldn't handle it either. It's bad quality everywhere, guys. It's such it's bad true. quality in all facet, facets of life. If you guys have, are around my my world of business, boy, there's so many. Now, the good thing about it is my business is run pretty well, so the competition's really not a problem, right? So it's actually good for me, but, boy, do people have zero clue how to do things. I mean, they have no organization. They have no will to be great, no will to be good at anything. They just are getting by, and that's it. It's pretty. It's pretty pathetic. Um, G, I mean, uh, Jamie, what was, that, what was I saying before Gerald came on? I totally forgot that you don't have hope. Oh, so my mentor said there, there's no hope in this business. So normally, that when I when I would say that, people would fall in that positive negative thing, right? And I'm like, no, you moron has nothing to do with that. I go, I want you to hear it again. There is no hope in this business. So for those of you who still don't know what it is, it means you can't do business with hope. Right. You have to do the business. To do the work. You can't just hope it for it to work. You have to put your effort in it. And... When Darvin Ham says, I'm going to teach these guys how to play defense, he already flushed himself down the toilet right off the bat. Like, you're, you're, you're talking about hope. You're not talking about reality. So you've just basically become Frank Vogel, too. You're no, you're no different. Oh, wow, because you're new? Because, oh, you, raised, you have a deeper voice? No, no. You have no clout, guys. There's no clout. You're not Phil Jackson coming into town with six championships trying to tell Shaq, get your ass in gear so that you can win an MVP. Now, if, if, uh, if let's see, um, 
let's say if, if, if what was a coach that hadn't won? If Paul Westfall had been hired in 2000 and went to Shaq and said, you, you're going to need to get your ass in shape, enough of the rap stuff, what do you think Shaq would have done? He would have said, <laughs> punched him in the Paul, face. you're fired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're, you, you can't come in like you're the new sheriff and then <laughs> – but you don't have anything to back it up. It's just unfortunately the credibility matters. Uh, and, so, go ahead. And we saw we saw his defense, how his defense plays. You would think that defense would be, you know, for new guys, like you said, guys that are trying to make the team. If if you're gonna play defense at any point in your life, this is the, the time to do it so that you can, you know, make the team. Make the team, stick in the NBA, have have a career. Uh, real quick, so speaking of defense, uh, the Lakers allowed in th- the four quarters that we saw tonight of basketball, 36, 29, 30, and 38 points, respectively. Uh, and they managed to score under 20 points in the third quarter after, uh, you know, give it, after only scoring 46 in the first half and giving up uh, 65. So uh, the defense is alive and well uh, here in Los Angeles, uh, if you're a Laker fan. Um, Gerald, I have a question for you. Were, were you able to watch much? the game tonight really can you hear me gerald i don't think gerald can hear you gerald can you hear anything can you hear anything gerald okay Barely. did you get to watch did you get to watch the game at all tonight or no uh i only got to see the highlights off the youtube and the and the espn because they couldn't give me the box scores so i only saw you know about the usual lebron plays well everybody else stinks and then of course russell westbrook going back to the locker room with his hamstring injury so yeah things aren't looking good right now for for us heading into the the regular season pretty uh pretty bummed about that yeah no it's gonna it's gonna be a little bit uh unsettling i think uh and it doesn't seem like there's much news we probably won't get a a viable news report for on russ's uh hamstring until tomorrow i do would imagine that unless (laughs) less ham says well we're thinking of starting you like for the first or uh, starting you off the bench for the first 10 games that russell b will be playing on starting uh, on opening night so um you know it's it could we could all be in for a really long season uh i hope that your uh your exploits on and i i just want to say i can't think of a better mixture than a bunch of uh inebriated men and go-karts uh, I really think that we're in that uh, I, that we might actually get a little bit more entertainment tonight, Gerald. If you just keep the stream going while you're driving, and uh, I, I all... wish I could, I wish I could, but it's I'm down to 25 percent of my battery. So. Oh come on, that's no, that's uh, that's what the rookies say in Vegas. Come on, I'll, now, I'll I'll give you guys the results on Monday when we do our NBA preview, our season there you preview. Go. Yeah. We'll do Take... a mega episode on Monday. Oh yes, count on it. All right. You guys better be there for it too. So we're gonna uh, do a mega episode, season preview on Monday. Watch out time, for it. What time Monday? What time is good for you guys? Six or because it's gonna be a long one. We're gonna go long. We're gonna go two plus hours on that one. Then we should, I mean, you know, I, 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 that early evening is bad for me, but I can, I can always do later. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, well, before we head on out, uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to add in terms of the wonderful and very positive and uplifting discussion we've had about not just tonight's really incredibly terrible and awful Laker game, but pretty much this incredibly terrible and awful Laker summer and preseason? 
I'm I'm gonna go watch the last episode of the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix so I can <laughs> go to sleep. And I'm gonna watch the crying game. I'm gonna go ahead and take out my frustrations on the other vehicles and and think they're like Rob Palinka or something right out there on the road. No, 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 Colin Cowherd, not Rob Palinka. All of the oh, above. Well, they can find uh, out both. But I'll let you guys in on a little secret. Let's I used it. to run a go kart track for a year, so you know maybe I have the ins on this. So we'll see what we, happens. Maybe I got, can bring back some of that go kart magic. Do you want to? Do you want to regale us with the uh, with tales of uh, children uh, going defecating in your go karts or uh, adults? Um, actually, I got a ton of stories, and this is way back when before you signed waivers, like I just did here now, or anything like that. This goes back to where you would actually go and crash in. You actually, uh, kids would go and crash through the the guardrails and actually get themselves impaled into the guardrail as far as their legs are concerned. And then it would come out, they'd pull out the, the guardrail out of their leg and you'd see the, the big old chunk where their where their leg once was. And now it's just a, you know, just a bunch of mess of bones and whatnot. Yeah, we had a couple like that. Yeah, I, I know the T-boning. Well, this is where, where you could crash into people all the time and you'd have me yelling at them all the time to knock it off. Uh, my best story, though, is when Charlie Sheen and Nicolas Cage, they rented the track out one night with a whole, their whole entourage. And they were already like, I'm, I, they had some substances, you could already tell. And they all had, they came in, they all had their entourages with them. They both had two girls each, arm in arm. They came in. They tried to take over the place, and it was so great because for an hour I got to yell at them like they were just regular customers. Knock it <laughs> off! Knock it off! Like that. So, it was beautiful. So, you yelled at Charlie uh, Sheen and Nicholas Cage? I yelled at Charlie Sheen and Nicholas Cage because they were, they were trying to drive the wrong way. Uh, they must have been they on, been on, they must have been on, they must have been on Tiger Bomb. They must have been on Tiger Bomb. They must have been on Tiger Bomb. Yeah, well. They were on something. I, was, I can right. assure you of that. Right. So. Well, we won't. We won't. We won't theorize. Well, well anyway. guys, I will say thank you so much for running the stream tonight. I am truly appreciated. I really felt to kind of, I felt like I was missing something. I felt all night long, and I was just like, oh, I'm missing doing the show, and my, I, I just couldn't leave without saying, you know, what a great job you guys did tonight, and much better thank than you. what the Lakers or the Dodgers did tonight. That's for sure. Well, thank you. I, I was, uh, it's, this is my first rodeo ever hosting uh, a podcast. So uh, it's been, it's been informative uh, and it's not as easy as you make it look. So uh, I, I, I applaud your, uh, I applaud your Pop culture uh, cosmos. Right, right, yeah. yeah. You've, you've got all your, you've got all your little things like already in your head. Give that us like, I'm, five. I'm, I'm, right, right. Oh, I didn't even, oh, I forgot to five ask. Five star review. review. Like, yeah, hey, right, I don't right, even know where that is. No, I mean, I do. It's on Apple uh, Podcasts. But all right, all five, six of you still watching. Five-star review right now. Subscribe right now, right below Joe. Or actually, no, it's going to be below Joe. Subscribe, subscribe, right below, subscribe. subscribe. Hit, the, hit the subscribe right button. Right below, right below, and, subscribe. Uh, and, and leave us some comments for our mega show on Monday uh, so, we can, uh, so we can discuss what you guys want to hear. Uh, we can sit here and rant and rave about how annoyed and pissed off, pissed off we are at the Lakers, but we, uh, we like a little flavor. Uh, drop us some flavor in the comment section or email Gerald at uh, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. Uh, for Gerald Glassford, I'm Jamie Sweet. Thank you to Joe on this side. Nope, on this side. On some side. Hey, that uh, side. One last thing. One last thing, guys. One last thing before we go. Sure. Hey, um, before I go, one last thing. Can we uh, 
let the crew uh, out there know, let the, all the fans, let all followers know about the possibility of doing Lakers Fast Break live watch parties. Is this of interest to you guys out there? That's let a us great... know, please, at Lakers yeah, yeah. Fast Break, in the comments on YouTube, and LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. Or no, even we'll on our it, Facebook we'll, page. We'll make it better than Manning and Manning. Oh, I yeah, don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe. I'd love to do it. So let us know if you're interested. Uh, we've already gotten some feedback already. So you never know. Maybe we can maybe we can have Cook and Cook and we'll get Quinn Cook and Brian Cook to come watch party with us because that oh would be God. must watch TV. That would be something. All right, guys, yeah. I'm going to head on out. But uh, I wish you guys a great weekend. You, Everybody out there, have a great weekend. Please go ahead. Be safe out there. And we'll see you Monday. Monday for the season preview. All right. So check out Joe, what's your hype b-ball? Uh, b-ball, real quick. Hype b-ball. Your live chat. Hype. Oh, yeah. no, Joe. You you want me to hype the b-ball chat? Oh, Please. the LakersBall.com. LakersBall.com. Oh, so so yeah, LakersBall was unfortunately uneventful today on game time because we people just checked out. I even I checked out. I, I was I want to check out from sports for the night. I just want to go and, like I said, I'm just gonna go and. Try to forget tonight. Probably one of the worst. Well, no, I wouldn't say one of the worst. It's just an, an absolute just waste of a four-hour window of life I hear was you. tonight. It, uh, if I could go back in time, I would have shot myself to save myself <laughs> from watching what I watched. Uh, I think my TV having both games on at the same time was a disservice to the TV. If the TV <laughs> crapped out on me tomorrow... I would honestly say, I understand. My bad, my, my bad TV, <laughs> go, my bad. I'm, I understand. I'm going to go drop another three grand and get a new one. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, I was making a joke. I have a samurai sword hanging up here. I was like, if, you know, I might have to sit and listen to 45 minutes of, uh, you know. Well, wrestling. that samurai sword, I'll tell you what. At the first vision I had when you said samurai sword is the look of Bruce Willis and Pulp Fiction when he's looking at it. That's oh, how yeah. I felt. That's, That's how right. I look today. <laughs> we won't end on it. We won't end. Well, I guess we might. We might just end with a GIMP reference here. So uh, hopefully the Lakers. Right. Listen, let's hope the Lakers fare better than the GIMP in Pulp Fiction. And let's leave it at that. So for Gerald Glassford, I'm Jamie Sweep. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Uh, catch our mega, mega, mega show on Monday. Thanks to Joe Soros for rapping with me for uh, not, uh, almost an hour. And the regular season starts Tuesday. We'll regular, be season starts, regular season starts Tuesday. And, and uh, oh, joy. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, joy for Laker fans. I'm going to hit the gym before the game starts. Okay. That's so that I'm pumped. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I'm after, you know, after the game's over, we'll see what happens. You get your swole on, and when we next meet, I'm gonna you up. I'll do a I'll do a broadcast from the gym one day. So you All guys right. All right. so I can do what Gerald is attempting to do wherever I'll I'll, I'll do a I'll do a broadcast from my uh, Wednesday night gig some point. Just uh, whenever you catch to me, it'll just be me playing banjo. So uh, there, I'm doing a Gerald Glassford right now. See, there you go. There you go. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks for the chat, right, people, care, participants, guys. and be safe.